Welcome to the Your Mileage May Vary podcast. We hadn't come up with the name when we recorded our first episode, so you'll be hearing us talk about that a bit. We'd love some feedback on the show. Please reach out to us at ymmvpod on Twitter or ymmvpod at gmail.com. I guarantee we'll respond to anyone who reaches out to us at either of those places. And we essentially have zero feedback so far. So anything uh, you could tell us would be very much appreciated. So with that out of the way, I present Your Mileage May Vary. Hello, and welcome to an as-yet-untitled podcast about well, sex and sexuality. I am Keith. My co-host is Mike. And while we considered at some length not using our real names in order to protect ourselves, those are our actual real names. We have no qualifications to cover the topics we're going to touch on the show, other than several decades of obsession and several thousand hours of discussions amongst ourselves on these and related topics. Do you have anything you want to add to that, Mike? No, I think you covered it. Okay. So our completely normal and not at all weird topics today include the ethics and cleanliness of using secondhand sex toys, whether rim jobs are disgusting, whether a man should subject himself to pegging in order to have anal sex with his girlfriend, blowjob pleasure asymmetry, and much more. Uh, So we toyed with a number of different ideas for the format here. And what we've decided to start with is a rundown of what we think are interesting topics from Reddit, predominantly the sex subreddit. We'll see if this turns out to be a good system. But for now, without further ado, Mike, do you want to read our first topic? Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's tough. Uh, <laughs> it's tough because I don't feel I don't feel warmed up. I guess. It's <laughs> what, what could it be? I don't know what it is. It's, it's like um, it's there's a meta topic. And I'm not warmed up for the first topic. <laughs> That's why a, I chose it. There's a woman. I mean, I, I don't. So, you know, you always have to wonder if these are real, if this is really a woman, if it's really, I mean, are there any women on the internet? I'm not sure. Well, her, her username is Miss Jones 333. So, you know, that seems proof positive. Uh, well, now everybody can find her post history on Reddit, I guess. Yeah. She's, she's famous. Anyway, she wants to know if she's disgusting for enjoying giving men rim jobs. And I think the answer is obviously Yes. <laughs> Um, I think you should read. I think you should read the the contents of her post because it's it's sort of important for for context here. All right, she says she's heterosexual. She enjoys giving them. However, some people have made her feel ashamed. Probably people like me uh, and disgusting for doing this. Mm-hmm. And they also think this is something a straight man would never enjoy. But I found this to be quite the contrary. That I I think uh, I could buy. I believe that part. But the uh, the part about her liking it. I, I think prima facie, there's no way she likes that. She only likes it in the sense that, um, in the sense that she gets a positive reaction. And I think there's sort of a Pandora's box you're opening there because maybe he pretends to like it because he thinks she likes <laughs> doing it. Everybody's so. actually like extremely uncomfortable but simulating loving it. Okay, so first off, uh, is rim job like a a uh, piece of terminology that that everybody knows? Yes. I don't think it is, Mike. <laughs> a rim job. Oh, uh, I actually don't know like how it got this name. I guess I guess because the anus is sort of like a rim. But a rim job is when Clearly you eat out. Basketball. Is, yeah, it's when you eat out someone else's ass, right? Yeah, that's that's right. Okay, is a rim job always female to male? Like, can a man give another man a rim job? Like, is is there anything about the sex is connoted by that? I don't think so. 
Um, that's a good, that's almost like a linguistic question that I have to like, it's one of those things where you have to think about it for a second. I, I think mm-hmm. you're right. I think there is no, I think there's no difference. Okay. You know? Um, although I would say that I think I suspect that in, uh, lesbian couples that this doesn't happen very often. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm not sure there's really a word for that. Right. Because yeah women probably enjoy ask play less because there's actually actually that brings up a good question uh can is there such thing as like a female anal orgasm i'm sure purportedly as there is but like i think men uh can have orgasms from penetrative anal sex okay. and like lots of men do right i think yeah. uh, without uh, without without actual penile stimulation I mean, there's a bunch of stuff like I, you and I are both straight men. So it's important to Good say clarification. that. Clarification, yeah, thank you. No, no, it is important to say that because so there, there there's a lot of uh, through the years I've read, um, you know, a lot of postings by men that I don't find particularly attractive or stimulating, where men will talk about how fantastic that is for them. Yeah, and that there's there's something there. Uh, it's not, um, yeah, an area that I think. Uh, is that common for straight men? Uh, obviously, more more common for gay men. Mm-hmm. So I think that's. Yeah, but but oh, but I guess your your fundamental question was about women. Well, okay. The discussion was: Do women give each other rim jobs? And I think yeah, our intuition there is no. But I don't even understand why a man a man would like a a rim job. Like I don't know if I'm square or something. But is it possible to get? Uh, I mean, I, I could see how you could like potentially get aroused by such a thing, but can, can a man like reach orgasm like solely from a rim job? I mean, it seems extremely unlikely to me, but I think you also have to draw a distinction between you're, 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 you're mixing apples and oranges a little here. Um, because, because the activity that matters in that regard is definitely penetrative. Right. Uh, and so women definitely report, I mean, if you, have read the sex Reddit as much as I have, you would know that women definitely report uh, having orgasms uh, from anal penetration pretty commonly on there. And, um, you know, there are various explanations as to how that happens. For a man, I'm not so sure. Uh, what are they? I mean, there's no clitoral or G-spot simula- stimulation there. Well, it- um, the... Uh, <laughs> as <laughs> you, as you, hard questions you know, here. Look, as you can easily discern if you simply put one finger in each hole and then touch your fingers together and rub a little bit. There's not much material in between the fingers. Are you saying it's possible to get G-spot stimulation or clitoral stimulation from anal penetration? Yeah, definitely. That's, I mean, well, all I can go on is what I've read and I read, (laughs) I read that frequently. No, no, look, I read that frequently enough that I believe it to be 100% true. Okay. That uh, although I think it would be in that case, it would be internal, not external stimulation, right? But yes, okay. that's that's. There's no question that that's a thing. Uh, you didn't. You seriously didn't know that? I guess I didn't. But I have not done much research on this topic, so I, you know, admittedly, I'm unprepared. Unprepared. Research online or IRL. Correct. Correct. Uh, okay. So all right. So this is a heterosexual woman who enjoys giving rim jobs. And she's, she's, she's asking, is she disgusting for enjoying that? Yeah, I mean, she I, is. I think generally the act is kind of gross. <laughs> uh, but is this like, yeah, like on the pantheon of like sort of gross perversions, like uh, where does this one fall? And cool. also, is she lying? 
Um, no, I don't think she, I, um, I guess I started off by saying that it was sort of hard to believe. Right. Like I said, I think that it, okay. If the guy got nothing out of it at all and he would just sit there, you just lie there or whatever. I'm not sure you, what exact position you were in mm-hmm. and receive it and just be like, yeah, you can, you know, and he like, let's say he had a stopwatch going. He's like, look, I'll get, I'll let you do it five minutes a night, but that's the tops, honey. Uh, <laughs> I don't think you like it. So in other words, what I'm saying is that, uh, I think that, um, I guess that's not totally true unless you had some sort of like thing where you're really into being like submissive or humiliated or something right. like that. Right. Yeah. I mean, from look, that, yeah. It's it's similar to like why a woman might enjoy giving some a man a blowjob. Like you know, there's there's a little bit of potential humiliation. It's but you're you're pleasing. Uh, I think you're off base on that. That's not see. This shows like a and I know you have this bias too. You, uh-huh. you you have this bias where you assume there's no sort of prima facie a priori benefit or enjoyment they get out of that, and that's not true. That's this is that's different. Well, that's different. I mean, you know, you, you know, that meme where it's like, you know, convince me I'm wrong or whatever, change my mind. Like, right. Go ahead. Well, I mean, you're yeah, yeah, just to be clear. Like, I, I think it is fairly unlikely that like the act of giving a man a blowjob is enjoyable beyond uh, the just the fact that it's really pleasing for the partner. Yeah. So this is sort of like a I think we've this is an argument that we've we've had maybe not a discussion we've had before and it's, it's, it's got, it's to the level where I think it's almost like a chess opening. So I think the move I make <laughs> is, uh, is to say, well, do you, do you enjoy it? Uh, receiving a blowjob? No, no. Giving. Do you enjoy giving oral sex to a woman? Yeah. At times. Okay. Well, I mean, obviously there, um, nothing is pleasurable all the time, right? Nothing lasts forever. Nothing is pleasurable all the time. <laughs> yeah, I see so, where this is course, going. Okay, so my so my, my my chess move, my my pawn to the center here is, uh, yeah. Well, okay. So imagine the time when you've enjoyed it just for what it was, and you're saying it's impossible for a woman to have that same experience. Um, no, I guess I'm not. This is but. this is really because you're disgusted with your own body, right? No, I just, I, yeah, I mean, I can't imagine enjoy giving a man a blowjob. And so, yeah, there's just like a, a strong bias there. But I think it is. No, this is important for listeners to know. There's another piece of information here, which is really, I'll just say it, but I don't believe it one bit. Keith purports never to have tasted his own semen. Yeah, that's true. I find that disgusting. And now, like the notion of even trying is. Let's see, this is the, okay. So if somebody said, I've never tasted my own poop. Yeah. Okay. That, I buy I that no, no. I mean, I think most people haven't. Uh, um, but you admit it's possible to avoid like accidental contact. Not really. <laughs> no, we've <laughs> we've debated this. And I think I think you and I came to the agreement that uh, in a lot that it's almost I, okay. We, we weren't totally clear on this, but I, I believe the way this went is that like if you ask the question whether it is likely that I have had <laughs> one of your sperm cells in my body, yeah. It seems like the answer is one hundred percent likely. Like you know, I've occasionally right. had it on my hands or you know whatever, and like we touch the same thing. Like just one sperm cell, yes, definitely. Right. So so it's then, terrifying to think about, but it's true. Well, I, I don't find it terrifying, but it's a little it's a little gross. I mean, micro micro stuff like that's kind of gross generally. But okay, so so that, you, that yeah, so accidental. Sure, I, I think that's highly likely. But I also think that the um. <laughs> 
that it's unlikely. I, I find it hard to believe that a man in the arc of his life, all the way from puberty to whatever age, never once is curious about the taste. I find that. I so wouldn't I say that I, I'm not I, curious I about curiosity. the taste. Like, look, I'm not strongly curious about the taste. I'm mildly curious about the taste. And I think it would be, it, it would be like sort of interesting to know, but like, there's like a mental wall where it's like, yeah, what, did, what would that mean about myself if I'm like a, you know, auto semen taster? Um, it just means that you're like normal. Well, first of all, I, mean, I, I, just, I, don't, I, no, I want to be clear about this. I don't believe you. Okay. I'm like, I believe that you have, and you right. just, <laughs> yeah, and I'm just, I'm just performing. No, you just have to, because at this point, like you've defended this position for like a couple of years now and you're sort of stuck, but I don't believe it. Huh. Uh, but what would it mean about you? It would mean you were normal and you like had a normal level of curiosity. But I brought that up because it's, uh, it relates to the notion of you being disgusted by yourself. I wonder if it's like, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think. Like what, what's some sort of like genetic thing? Like, you know, like some people have attached earlobes and some people have detached earlobes. And I think it's like 50, 50, or some people have like hair on the second knuckle of their fingers and some people mm-hmm. don't. And it's like genetic. And I think that's like 50, 50. I don't have hair on the first knuckle or third. I don't have hair on any knuckle. Anyway, okay. go on. well, you know, I, I have hair on my first and second, but not my third. Um, really? So yeah, there you go. Uh, one, one for two. Uh, so I wonder yeah, but if I don't have hair on any, anyway, go on. I think there's a potential energy. Well, for tasting your own semen and some people are able to clear it and some people like just don't. And I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it's 50 50 or like what the distribution is, but like, surely you believe like some people have it, or maybe you don't even believe that. No, no, no. Let let, let, let me explain this. Okay. Because there might be, I don't, let me, I'll explain this to our one female (laughs) listener because (laughs) I, there's gotta be one. I know it's like 999 to one or something, but I'll explain it to her. um, Susie or whatever you are out there. Uh, listen, what's going on here is that right after the man climaxes, sex is not interesting to him at all. There's some sort of weird hormonal thing that happens to men. Not all men I'm told, but pretty much every man I've ever talked to. However, if the man waits, there are two actual things that can change that. One is a separate thing called the Coolidge effect. That is another important element of Keith's life that you can look up that we can talk about later. But the other one, it, it relates to if a, a, a new uh, available woman suddenly shows up, then the man can reinvigorate his sex drive instantly. And that's a well-proven thing that other animals have to. But here, we're interested in the fact that after a period of time, it goes away. Now, here's the thing. Sorry, the revulsion goes away after a period of time. Now, men are not perfect after self-pleasuring at cleaning off their parts. Okay. And it, it simply does happen, especially because sometimes there can be a little bit of semen still in the urethra. It simply does happen that uh, after that period of revulsion, let's say call it 15 minutes ends, that the man still has a little bit of semen somewhere. Then you don't have a potential energy well to overcome. It's very straightforward. You see what I'm saying? You just lick your hand a little bit. Yeah, because you know, and you're no longer disgusted by. It. Now it's like back to, um, you know, it, 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 it's no different than like your own saliva, because you don't, you know, you know what I mean. Like it's not. Or I, I would think, I guess, I for you, it's not. I wonder if there is something different about our masturbation habits that result in a situation where I less often have that situation. Like maybe I clean up better because of something I do, 
And so I've had to avoid the temptation fewer times than, than you have. It's not a, t- that, 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 uh, that's, that was almost fighting words there. It's not a temptation. <laughs> it's, not like, it's not like, it's not like 10 minutes after masturbating. I'm like, oh man, that's a really good slice of pizza. That's <laughs> insatiable desire. Not like that. That's not what's going on. It's, it's merely that like you can overcome. I, I, I'm willing to admit that for a period of time, it really is. It grosses you out. It's really difficult to get over. But then there's a point after which it no longer does. But let's. I, I, I heard where you're going there. Let's delve into the the details here. What do you think about your habits? <laughs> Makes you so clean that this isn't even an issue. Uh. Well. Um. You know, let's let's just talk about like the universe of things that could be possible here before before getting into specifics. Well, I mean, you would definitely so, like, have to pee immediately. Correct. That would be one thing. Um, some people like always masturbate into a sock, which I think is just like generally cleaner. That you know, and some people like you know, or will, like a I don't know, like a like a sleeping bag. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um, or or they will uh, they'll you know some people like stand up and will like set up paper towels. Um, some people wait, will just can you explain that? wait, wait, wait. First, for for our, our female listeners to explain <laughs> that part. I didn't get that. Uh, yeah, I would one, like I, I. Sorry, one would stand up and set up like sort of like a, a, a runway, I guess. <laughs> a runway of, of paper towels on the uh, floor. On what? What's the runway sitting on? Well, I mean, you know, maybe you're looking at your computer uh, or w- what not. Um, and yeah, so it's you the runway you, on the keyboard. <laughs> So, yeah, again, this is obviously all hypothetical, but yeah, in this case, it would be protecting the keyboard. Okay. And the runway is paper towels. And this is the other, I've actually never, obviously, so for me, this is not hypothetical. It's definitely not. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. No, no, I don't do this. I I think you do. So let's, let's get, okay. Masturbate? No. With this weird thing where you stand instead of a runway of paper towels. That's where (laughs) we're going down. Okay. So hang on. So we're going to get to you, by the way, but go ahead. That's fine. I, I, yeah, I'm unfortunately super boring in that area, but uh, maybe not. Maybe it's super. Anyway, so how wide is the how how wide how long and how wide does the landing strip have to be? Uh, I mean, it has to be long enough because the first uh, few ropes can have range. So you know, you got to be careful there. It's um, only like six feet, three feet. It's it, you know, it's, it depends on. Uh, a when level you, of stimulation and amount of time and you know what i ate wait, that wait, day wait 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 so does that mean that like when you're getting out your paper towels and calibrating this you're like oh man <laughs> this porn is gonna be really good and so you have to like, I like a paper I, towel, I, I look at my over the laptop screen down the other side. <laughs> set up saran wrap like covering the room i uh, i look at my fitbit and check my heart rate to see you know what what sort of state i'm in um you shouldn't wear your fitbit i'm telling you this is another thing we have uh dear listeners beating off it counts it as like one to two thousand steps you can't it's not right but anyway let's we can table off, that. it doesn't take me uh one thousand steps <laughs> no, no. <laughs> wait wait does it take a lot or fewer well first off i wear my fitbit on my right hand and i am a predominantly left-handed masturbator so there's not really a huge issue there although it does it can pick up uh cross-body movement and record it as steps from time to time all right. All right, I can respect that. So, um, okay. Uh, 
Okay, so and yeah, said- and how wide? I mean, I can actually. I feel like I can control the uh, horizontal, the 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 x axis pretty pretty well. So just so our listeners, so, so again, one 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 uh, strip of paper towels is plenty wide. Wait, wait, are we talking from the D key to the L key, from the A key to the semicolon? Like how, how far do the, how far does the paper towels reach? I'm sort of looking at yeah. it here. Um, yeah, the, which, by the way, this is all hypothetical. Um, it is goes it from the F to the J. <laughs> it doesn't cover the whole keyboard, but it's 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 wide enough that it, that I've never. Had, I, I mean, I'm not going to say uh, people would never have this issue, but generally, it's fine. So, but then doesn't it cover? You're using a Mac, uh, or this hypothetical man is using a Mac, and this so hypothetical man is using an external keyboard as well. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god! Who is this Darth Vader? <laughs> okay, so we have like this really okay, but it's a laptop. Why not just use an external monitor, and then you don't have to worry about? I do have an external monitor. This 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 uh, person does have an external monitor. Wait, wait. Okay, okay, fine. So let's just let's forget about the laptop, and let's just assume that the paper towels are being placed on a desk. Yeah. And let's, so we, we were we were okay. So let's just assume that. Somehow it's arranged so that the keyboard is off to the right or the mouse or whatever. Mm-hmm. Paper towels. Now let's continue with uh, how it's so clean. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is not the cleanest operation. Like, a, you know, a sock is probably cleaner, but no, uh, okay. or the shower would be cleaner. And here's um, the thing. There's always some left actually physically attached to your penis. Yes. Yeah, so but, how, but, but, but setting that aside, I mean, that for any non-shower circumstance, that's that's going to be a potential issue. But how does that get dealt with? Well, I mean, I uh, this person already has the paper towels out, so so then wipes wipes it up, and then yeah. and then immediately goes to the bathroom and pees to make no, sure there's no. I mean, like you just pull your underwear on, and by the next time, I mean, yeah, like a little bit of you know the semen might you know get on your underwear or something, but by the time you know you're interacting down there again, like it's trace amounts, or you can't really find it. Like I'm not saying I've never accidentally had any of my semen like reach my mouth, but I've never like ever consciously noticed it, and it's probably because right. I don't know how it tastes. Maybe if I knew how it tasted and I like, you know, occasionally got like a weird taste in my mouth due to like residue yeah, or we something. We discussed that. We discussed that. So, yeah. 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 Anyway. Okay. Maybe fine. you're more attuned to it. So, so it's happening to you more often. No, I'm not. I know what you're trying to suggest. And I'm not. Gay. <laughs> I'm not gay. No, I got it. I got it. I caught the, the innuendo there. <clears throat> I mean, um, you don't, you wouldn't necessarily need to be gay, but if you're like a frequent semen taster, like you're, you're, you know what it's like. And so. No. No, it's not frequent because there's, you don't get anything out of it. It's just not – it's sort of – I just don't think it's that big of a deal. But, okay, let's get all the way back to the main topic here though. Cleanliness. No, it's your revulsion. Oh. Your revulsion at your own body which causes it to be impossible for you to understand even though you do understand your own reaction to giving oral sex, which can be positive, not always. Right. You can't well, understand project, how it can be positive for the woman. I project that a partner could not possibly – be interested in giving and in, in blowing me for anything other than the, the sort of pleasure it gives me. Like it's difficult. Look, I, it's not impossible, but like, yeah, there's like, I like, I have a little bit of a mental block there where I think it's sort of. Okay. Let me, let me, let me try this out for you though. Okay. So, so when you are giving oral sex to a woman, do yes. you ever bring her to an orgasm that way? It's happened. Okay. Do you ever have any fingers inside her when that happens? Yes. Are you able to feel uh, muscular contractions at that point? Am I? Am I? Pos- are, are you asking if I'm sure an orgasm has been had? No, 
but are you able uh, uh, let's assume let's stipulate one has I mean, that's a that's a token the reason why is because that's a totally separate complex topic there yeah let's, <laughs> yes, assume, it let's just assume you believe it but let's, uh-huh. let's I, what i'm saying is are you ever able to feel rhythmic contractions there that that connect you to her sensations yeah of course it's nice, it's nice. and you like that right yeah okay now i understand yeah look i understand the paradox here you can't understand the notion of the woman finding it compelling that she because because and this is an important thing to know that you may not know because and it is a question that comes up on the sex reddit at least once a day no it's, it's less <laughs> it's probably once a week yeah and it's always by the way a lot of the things that post on there people post on there i think are just they're looking for jerk off material which is god bless them that's why i'm there too but uh no that's not totally why i'm there but anyway it doesn't matter um uh, but uh the men will say women women can you feel it when the man orgasms when you're having piv which is penis in vagina sex right and the and the, the answers are mostly no and the, but you'll get some women who are like who say insane things like oh yeah i can <laughs> feel it very specifically which you know is means it's either a man or it's just fake and then there's something in between but the point is that like for most women they don't they can't really feel it mm-hmm. right so much like the man can't, I think really they feel can't it. feel it. But I mean, they, I mean, you know, like there's other signs that a man is having an orgasm, so they can, they, that they might be. Yes, but I'm leading you down a. I'm leading. Uh, this is a debate. Yes, tactic I'm, using on you. I'm leading you down a path here. Just like so, the man also can't feel it for the woman if the woman. And this is a whole other topic about women being able to have sex orgasms without manual or some sort of clitoral stimulation, which mm-hmm. is another interesting topic and very fraught. Uh, and we do need to come up with some sort of a catch word or phrase for these types of topics that are one get us because we, yeah. well, because we're men and we don't actually, I mean, we're just, we're observers, we're observers of the great female mystery mm-hmm. and we need some way of acknowledging that when we come up on a topic like this, but anyway, we will figure that out later. Maybe people can, uh, give us some hints or some ideas of a, of a catchphrase to say. Uh, just something so we can acknowledge that and move on, so we don't right. have to keep uh, talking about that. But yes. uh, anyway, anyway, um, there uh, in that situation, um, the, the man can't feel anything necessarily with his penis. Sometimes he might be able to, but there's no actual direct feeling that you get, like you do in the situation we ex- just discussed. Discuss with your fingers in there. Not always, but you you have a chance of feeling it. And I'm saying there's an analogy there, which is that the woman might just directly, not because she might directly enjoy the experience of actually feeling your orgasm. What do you think about that? Oh, so she can feel my orgasm more acutely by blowing me than she could by me being inside of her. Yeah. She's experiencing it in a much more direct and visceral way. And I think yeah. that that is, I think that yeah. is compelling. Certainly is no, more direct. No, I'm not like, I'm, I actually think that is just compelling. Like even forgetting about, um, compelling for women. I just think that's like a compelling thing. Like it makes sense to me why, why, why sure. a person would be interested in that. Yeah, whichever so gender. Let me be clear here. Like I can intellectualize why a woman might enjoy giving a blowjob. But in, in execution, uh, yeah, I find it difficult to uh, acknowledge that in practice. And so, yeah, you is know. This a, are you one of those guys that can't nut from a blow? Is that the issue? I can. Is it like really hard? Uh, what's the it? Does it take a long time? Um, I get it. I get it. Uh, no. 
Uh, yeah, no, uh, no, not necessarily. I, I don't think unusually so. Maybe I don't know. I, I you know, I don't. I, I, I sort of steer away from that, so, so they don't happen very often. Okay, yeah, that's because that's another very frequent flyer topic on Reddit is uh, guys who it's it's because of death grip. We all you know what death grip is, right? I do. Oh, yeah, some I, man I, can't enjoy blowjobs because they're so good at masturbating themselves that like blowjobs don't feel as good. Well, I don't know good at it. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like good at in the sense that they've developed a robotic forearm and hand of steel. It's like Andy Roddick. <laughs> Who's, is Andy Roddick the guy that has like the one? No, no, no. You know who it is? It's that Spanish guy. What's his name? Uh, Rafael Nadal. Yeah, him. If you look at pictures of him, and we forget about whether he's juicing or not. We don't have to get into that. Um, but uh, one of his arms is so much bigger than the other, right? I and mean, that's just apparent. It's, I think it's common, uh, probably for women too, but really apparent for men. Anyway, so it's like that, right? You've got your hand, your forearm is so strong that you're like squishing your penis down into like a, a neutron star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like just one atom moving up and down. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't really, yeah. I don't have a strong opinion on this because I don't get blowjobs very often. And so like, I don't know if... I have some sort of, yeah, if they're less pleasurable for me or not. Like my recollection is that they're generally pleasurable. I just find them, I don't know. I don't know. They're sort of, yeah, I feel like they're demeaning and I, I can't. To her. To her. To her. Hmm. Um, but but, but I acknowledge, yeah. and, and because of this conversation, I'm going to, I'm going to try some self-care and meditation on this and I'm, I'm going to try to train myself and maybe experiment a little bit going forward with uh, being right. open to receiving blowjobs and I'll report back. Well, that's really good uh, progress made yeah. there. I don't, Thanks, I, I don't need to do, I don't need to do that because I'm already there. <laughs> um, but uh, the, the uh, now, now we were talking about, and I, I don't like this topic because I do, most things don't gross me out, but rim jobs do. Right. And, uh, Oh yeah. Our topic. Right. Yeah. It was that. Um, and uh, so I, yeah, I, I like she says she likes it. I think she only likes it because he likes it. Wait, but now you're arguing the exact opposite of what you just argued with me. Like I could just, I be like, well, you know, like, yeah, you think there's some threshold beyond which, and it's not uh, putting a man's penis in your mouth. It is uh, putting your tongue up his asshole. Like there's, there's a gap That's there right. that makes That's right. it. You found it. That's exactly the difference. No, I mean, because the, because the, the, the former, <laughs> the former, uh, uh, is a is actually like the biologically determined event. It's the thing that you're supposed to be doing, right? You're supposed to get this man to put this stuff into your body, mm-hmm. and so uh, that I think is compelling. The other one is you're just eating someone's poo, <laughs> and it's like, why are you doing that? Right. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. I, I mean, can't. look, I, I feel like we've 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 wrestled this to and the we mat. haven't we haven't even like we haven't even talked about the notion that men have a lot of hair down there. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, right. So yeah, like for me, uh, objectively, I mean, let me think if I. I mean, I could imagine enjoying, uh, you know, if things were relatively clean, uh, eating out a woman's asshole. Like you know, it, it's not like the first on my list of like uh, alluring things to do, but you know. Uh, you know, no, I don't think that's true because the problem is, is it depends on what you exactly mean. I think as long as you don't penetrate with your tongue at all, I think it could probably be fine because it could be super clean and so it's just skin. Yeah. If you penetrate at all, there you're going to get a taste. Aren't there ways? Aren't there ways of like 
you know, I know that gay men like often have like, you know, like a shower extension and like they'll like plan what they're going to eat for, you know, like a day in, a, in advance of, a, of an assumed sexual encounter. And they can do various things to uh, prepare. But but you're saying like any non-zero amount is is too much. I got to be honest, I'm not familiar with the uh, shower extension. That's a piece of wisdom that you got yeah. somewhere. Yeah, I heard I that from you. a friend of a friend. Okay. But uh, the look, I have sympathy in that situation because that's the only uh, penetration vehicle they have. Their bodies aren't set up the same way that women's are. So they got to go where they got to go. So I understand that, uh, or at least I can sympathize or I, I can empathize with that situation. But I think that for heterosexual people, like it doesn't, it just doesn't make that much sense. But I guess um, if you had a, since it is giving it to a man in this topic, if you had a man that wanted to receive it, that, you know, that's the only way he could get penetrated down there. And so, you know, I guess penetrated slash pleasured, but, uh, I think that, um, I, I, and, and I do believe there are probably guys look, look, this is another thing. And this is a place where I believe there's a sexual dichotomy. Uh, and again, we need that catchphrase or whatever to point out that we are men. Uh, but, uh, the, uh, men I think are more, apt to be into kind of gross stuff than women. Um, I think uh, a feminist would, would argue that point, but uh, I think I generally agree there that, <laughs> yeah, if you could take a million of each and like well, go, go down a list of various things, I think men would be more open to, tr- to trying more of them. Let me hit you with every- this. This is actually a better way to put it. I think that because I think this is, Maybe even a feminist would agree with this. I think that it's true that men are more likely to get off on sort of subjugating their partner than women are. Not to say there aren't like dominatrixes. I'm sure, sure that's but the inverse real. of that, the inverse of that is that there are women. Yeah, like yeah, like a woman might argue that being submissive is itself sort of a a weird uh, fetish, and you know, blah 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 blah. Like, is the inverse of that any different? In other words. The inverse, you mean for a man or for a woman or either? Yeah, I think the point you were ma- – well, make the your point. point. I'm making is, the main point I'm making is that you have to ask why the man wants to receive a rim job. And I have some suspicion that it's not really purely physical. And in many cases, it's 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 because he wants to sort of like – Express his dominance. Dominate himself, dominate her. And that's something that I could see the woman getting into, whereas I'm not sure that vice versa that's as likely to be that compelling. Look, but on the other hand, on the other hand, like there are women, supposedly, supposed women, although I think there are a lot of shill counts on this sex subreddit. Mm-hmm. There are supposed women on there who claim that like the guy licked their butthole and it was just the best thing that ever happened to them. Hmm. I've seen that repeatedly. And you go, I guess I've never engaged with one and been like, how or why? Like, explain this to me. But what could they even say? They'd just be like, well, yeah, I mean, it could be. It could be that the woman enjoys the demonstration that the man is performing that it, that you know he's willing to do anything to give her pleasure that you know maybe there's some fallout from that maybe i think i have a suspicion they would say it was just the sensation so yeah, yeah i'm not sure much more i can do with that okay let's move on to our next topic i'm going to skip to number three on our list all right just go for it okay all right so number three is uh let's see uh, my girlfriend oh, says no. she'll only do anal if i shove a dildo up my own ass first thoughts and he goes on, I really want to do anal and I'm straight. 
hang on Keith. He, she, he wants he wants to be the giver not the receiver. yeah i know i just love it when like in the first clause people like you know have to say they're straight because that just a beat like it's like oh nobody was questioning that until you said that it but anyway it could be political correctness or just wanting to be clear i mean it could be it could be, could a, be. a sign of a civilized society it, it you know? could be all right i really want to do anal and i'm straight but also i'm getting close to willing to do this and it might just be calling her bluff and her chickening out anyways but what the hell with love opinions ha 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 uh that doesn't sound like a man that sounds like a like a 12 year old girl wrote this but all right it does but yeah just for the sake of discussion i think we can we can still have it yeah um, no I mean, i'm sure it's a guy so why <laughs> his username by the way is average guy down there <laughs> like that yeah uh why would he why would a girl uh require that oh i'm totally i'm totally on her side here i think that's right i think he should an eye for an eye i don't i think that yeah and, and here's why because that because it's not like a self-lubricating orifice and uh it uh so like there's certain you know care required to uh to do this and and actually i would go further i think that he should be willing to be pegged i think i would go to that do you want to describe what pegging is how is wait how is pegging different from having a dildo up your own ass oh because because he could interpret that to be like okay fine like i'll just get i'll just one quick in and out although it's never that quick or easy probably does does pegging always involve the woman wearing a strap-on or yeah what yes okay yeah, it's just it's 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 the woman uh, giving anal to the guy. I see. Uh, and so yeah, so like I think that would be, and the, the reason I'll tell you why the reason I think that that makes sense and also why I think pegging is sort of compelling generally is that I think that like if you're a submissive guy, I think you should receive pegging. So for instance, Keith, for you when you're feeling a submissive mood, right? I think you should definitely get a girl to peg you. Uh, and I recommend it to everybody this because I need to keep a list of things I, I need to be doing. So, oh yeah, what do we have here? Um, uh, receiving more blowjobs uh, yeah. and uh, getting pegged. Okay, all right. Yeah, you I, should I do both. My list. This is good. Oh uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, it would be hard for a girl. Well, I could. Yeah, there would have to be two, two, women two girls. In this two girls. Okay, or you right. could do an MMF, uh, which might work. But the reason I think it is compelling, uh, much in the same vein that I feel that um, even though I'm straight, I feel that giving a blowjob is compelling, is that I think that being in that position where you're where where you can be hurt uh, during the sex act is compelling, right? I mean, because that is the position that women are in. It's and, and men really aren't typically. Right. Women are in this position where like, uh, it depends on the size of their penis, I guess, and probably the size of their frame and stuff. But in a lot of cases, the man can physically cause pain to the woman, depending on how he manipulates his body. Yes. And I think that it's the notion of a man being put in that same position is interesting to me. The fact that like, yeah, I mean, like if she thrusts too deeply in your butthole or doesn't lubricate enough, it's going to hurt. I think there may be like if she keeps going on too long. I think there may be an asymmetry in the way that pain can be arousing for the different sexes. So I think for women, it's potentially more arousing to have a, a, some pain than it is for men. So it's, yeah, I mean, it's not, there's not maybe that's a controversial thing to say, but, uh, but even if it was exactly equal, or even if it was, it was better for, for a man, like, I don't agree with that, by the way, with what, with the notion. I don't think that it's true that, I don't think what you said is true. You think pain is equally uh, arousing or not arousing for each sex? 
Yeah, I think that's right. I don't think there's any, I can't think of a reason why. I think that being submissive is probably more common for women and being dominant. Isn't is more that part of it? That I mean, isn't pain at least correlated to that? No, I think it's an, I think that it, I think that it's an independent variable. Or the risk of pain. Role. Yeah. Okay. No, but, I, but I anyway, disagree, but okay. To, that's fine. On this topic, I think that, no, look, I think that like, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that he would learn, uh, certainly learn how to behave properly when he's doing that to her. And, um, he might learn generally like some lessons about what it's like to be a girl. Yeah, sure. But why, why should that be a prerequisite for? Oh, okay. That's, this, this is really easy to answer because, because I don't think that you can understand. Okay. I'm speaking theoretically here Uh to be fair. Uh, at least that's the position I'll take on this podcast. No, I'm speaking, whatever. Uh, speaking theoretically, but the, um, uh, the, situation that the woman is in is one where she can very easily be hurt right yes because you don't put enough lube on there if it's too wide if it goes too deep or the thing another thing that i think can happen is it's simply going on too long yes right without sure re-lubricating it because it's not a self-lubricating thing well it's it's a little bit difficult for the man to like actually understand what that all means but if he's been in that situation where he's like, wow, this dildo is starting to rip my asshole apart, <laughs> then he is going to be much more uh, cautious okay, about so it. So you're right? arguing that this is like, uh, yeah, she wants him to go through anal sex 101 himself before uh, she's yeah, well, willing why to. Not? I see. It's like, it's like when a doctor uh, has a drug that they're going to give a patient and they're like, you know, I should really try this drug first just to see what it feels like so I can actually speak from experience. And that's a pretty commonly held view by doctors. I think it's the same thing. Like he wants to prescribe his dick in her asshole. I think he should try a dick in his asshole. Now, to be to, to because he doesn't, he wants to be no homo. Uh, right. You can go dildo. He's very clear that he's straight. Yeah, you can go. You can go dildo, and but I think he should be pegged. Anyway, just to max to, to maximally simulate the same experience. Because because I'm I, I have a good imagination here, but I think men following along can can picture this in our one female listener, right, Susie, uh, right, I, uh, yeah. Um, but the men can imagine this, like being on your hands and knees with someone grabbing your hips and doing that to you, you <laughs> like the, by the time the thing happens, it is incredibly painful. It's too late. <laughs> so I'm thinking about it and I'm like, fuck, like that's sort of scary. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, yeah. it's like, it's like, the, it's like that thing about, um, which I told my wife about, um, uh, it's it's where the guy pulls the condom off secretly. I don't understand this trend. Mm-hmm. What's it called? There's a name oh, for it. Oh, it's stealthing. Stealthing. Okay, I actually so, don't know that term. You've never heard of this? So yeah. it's, it's so it's supposedly a thing where guys will like pull off the condom and then I guess nut in the girl because it feels so much better, which is true. Right. I'm going to read. I'm going to read the Urban Dictionary definition right now. Stealthing is when a man removes a condom during sex, despite agreeing to wear one so that he can come inside the other person without their knowledge. Uh, this is used in a sentence. He got beat for stealthing after she said no sex without a condom. But I mean, the, I don't understand that because the guy, why would a guy ever do that? Like, <laughs> he's like, what I really want to do, what I it's really want to do is pay child support. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, what's wrong with you? Like, there's, what is, I don't, it doesn't make any sense. Like, the condom is like mostly to protect the guy. 
I, I mean, I know it's not, it, maybe it's 50, 50, but like the guys should view it as protecting themselves. Yeah. I mean, I'm guessing this has happened. Like you can count the number of times this has happened on two hands or something. I don't know because you see people argue about it and there, and there's a specific argument that comes up about whether stealthing is rape. And that comes up. I think the court would say it is. Well, I mean, it's it's one of those. I mean, we don't have to litigate. It would be very hard. It's a, it's a he said, she said thing. So it'd be very hard. I have no idea. Sure, but let's but, say I there's mean, perfect video footage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it probably is because there's no consent there. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. sure it is then. I agree. So you're right. But uh, but there would never be. Um, <laughs> I can't imagine someone being stealthed in a porn. So I think we should move on to the next topic. But uh, I think this girl just doesn't want to have anal sex. And so she's like, oh, let me put up this bar that I think he won't clear. But <laughs> this guy sounds like. That's another reason you should do it. You should definitely do it. Yeah. He's be like, what, what, wasn't so bad. And what's she going to do? What's she going to do if he loves it? He's like, look, all I want to be is pegged. Peg me. No, peg like, me night like, and day. Like now. He says he's straight. So don't worry. That doesn't mean you're. No, getting pegged doesn't mean you're gay, dude. It just means you got to. <laughs> you got you got a randy little prostate in there. Sure. Sure. I guess that's true. Um, no, it's what, what you're some sort of homophobe. Like I don't, I don't no, agree with you. I think no, no. I guess, yeah, I, I guess you're right. Like whether or not you enjoy the sensation of uh, something coming in and out of your asshole is orthogonal to whether or not you find men attractive. I mean, I'll say this: the evidence that I've I just read think they're correlated, suggests, but maybe they're not. I don't, I don't know. But the, no, the amount I've of people who do it is correlated, but the ones who enjoy it I, may not be correlated. I, look, but I've I've read a lot of positive comments about it online. It's the problem is that um, most men just don't want a thing up their butt. Yeah, I mean, like they just don't want to be in the sort of passive role. That I way. think most women don't. I think it's universal. No, well, I th- I forget what the stats I've seen on that are, but yeah, I'm not sure. Go on to the next topic. Okay, where fine. I think we finished. Uh, you know, guy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hold on, it's loading here. Okay. Um. This one, this one's uh, short and uh, sweet. How much pineapple do you really need to eat to make your cum taste sweeter or anything else? That helps? <laughs> uh, I, I've read conflicting things about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure what's, I mean, I can pull up the actual thread here. Is there, is there some sort of resolution to it there? Uh, I mean, there's I, some I comments because I've read this thread. Like, here's a couple of comments. Um, overall, diet and good hydration make the biggest difference. Limit coffee, alcohol, especially beer. In my experience, don't smoke. Once, once that once that's taken care of, I've been told by my scientific research partner that drinking the juice of an entire fresh pineapple daily for a few days does indeed change the flavor of my semen, though it's not sweet. Rather, it's just lacking in flavor. Celery juice has a similar effect. Drinking two cups of the same stuff lessens the semen flavor. It seems to increase the semen volume. We've been experimenting with it lately. This guy's a real connoisseur. What I love about this, what I love about this, Keith, is this guy. What this guy is the exact opposite of you. Yeah. So he's going like for me all this stuff. Yeah, I could imagine if I enjoyed blowjobs more, like really turning this into a science to like figure out like what could make it most tolerable for my partner. Uh, although, although, like uh, you know, apropos to our conversation before, uh, the the taste of the semen may not matter that much in the female's enjoyment. Well, you know, you could just uh, put a little bit of super glue in your, uh, in your metis, as they call it. The metis is the little hole at the end of your penis. That's the technical term. I did not know that. I like to use technical until just now. Metis. And then, yeah, because it's the glands is the head and then metis. Like meat with us at the end. Like, anyway, you could put a little bit of super glue no. in there, right? And then when you nut, no. it's, it's, it'll go back into your bladder. It'll oh. retrograde back. God. What? 
<laughs> crossing my legs. No, that's a thing. That's a thing. You can nut into your bladder. I don't think it's so good for you because then you can get a bladder infection as a guy, which is lame. But you could just do that and then it doesn't matter at all. You could just why don't people do that? Just super glue up their cock. That is an insane question. That was that was that was the most rhetorical question I have ever heard. <laughs> uh, yeah, all right, fine. Uh, um, you could do some yeah. interesting things, like you could super glue just the middle so that it <laughs> shoots out like two streams at like high velocity. It could be interesting. Uh, so, like, kind of like when you like like to make it like a squirt gun. Yeah, yeah. Like you're 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 shrinking the hole into two smaller ones. You know what I think would actually happen there? So, no, I know this because I have, and you probably have done this too. I did it when I was much younger. I decided, I'm not sure why, that I wanted to see what happened if I, you know, compressed my penis when at the moment of ejaculation so that the semen couldn't come out. Did you ever do that? Compressed it. Uh, yeah, so, so the, the, the urethra runs along the, the bottom. I don't know. The I think it's the, the bottom, side. right? It's the bottom. Yeah. There's a word. There's a medical word yeah. for that. Yeah, you and so it. you can just, yeah, and you can just sort of push on that kind of hard. Yeah. And then nothing can come out. And I think I did that and it hurt. Oh. It made it actually hurt because. Uh, Crossing my legs well, again. Maybe I, was, maybe I was like, uh, you know, I mean, for example, I, you know, maybe I was in class in school, like in uh, junior high. And I was like, well, I got to get this nut out, but I, I, I don't have it. I can't nut in my chair. So I just, I'm kidding. I didn't do that. <laughs> Uh, but no, I'm not sure why, but I think I did that and I think it hurt. So, so I don't think, yeah, but I don't, I think, I think you did it just for one contraction and then the second contraction cleared the system, right? I have a, yeah, I have a memory of it feeling like, uh, like a sneeze, like in the, like the way when you sneeze, your throat, uh, kind of gets, um, scraped a little by the air. I, I have, I, I have that, remember that feeling inside my dick basically scraping happening inside my dick and being like, this doesn't feel good. And like, yeah, then you let the next one come out. I do think porn stars do that though. I think they do. They can, they can like sort of hold it back a little bit so that they get like more velocity exit velocity on, on the next stream or something. I don't think it's for that. I think it's because they, I think, I, I think uh, the reason they do that is because they are, they have to nut in a certain spot. Like let's say they're supposed to give a facial. Mm-hmm. And the problem is that like a lot of times, in porn i don't find this very compelling in porn but a lot of times they'll be like having normal piv sex Mm -hmm. but the script calls for the guy then to facialize her so he has to make a mad dash for her face (laughs) right at the end and 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 it's that moment of like well he's probably already nutting but he's got to hold it in so he can really he can buy himself an extra second or two right to to do that mad dash and i think that uh plays a role in that i feel like Um, well, in order to avoid that, I, I feel like they'll often take take their dicks out uh, before that moment comes, and then they'll sort of jerk themselves off. Like I feel like that's most the ending of almost most porns. Um, oh yeah, but you're right. I they're mean, probably that's, that's, just trying to avoid yeah. like making a mistake and needing to like reshoot or something, so to speak. Yeah, I mean, uh, one of the complaints I've seen, actually, I think from women about porn, is that is this notion that the, the guys almost always beat off at the end. And I think that has everything to do with the fact that the porn star, like if you think of what his life is like, he's just, he's like, um, what is it like a horse that's just getting constantly like a, a horse that won the triple crown. And so he's just getting nut. He's just a nut like 27 times a day. Right. Get that money. Yeah. And he's just like, damn, damn, I can't, nut. I'm not nutting anymore. Yeah. And I think it's like that. It's like, it's actually stops being, it goes beyond not being fun to being like kind of painful and lame. Yeah. It's just mechanical for them. Uh, 
I bet it's not always mechanical, but yeah, it's when it's the fifth time that day, it's probably not so good. Right. Uh, have you ever done anything to try to alter the flavor of your semen? No, no, I haven't. Um, I do. I, the thing I have noticed is a difference in smell. What, what about in the other direction? Yeah. So that's where I was going here. Like, have you like avoided eating asparagus, for example, if you knew that you were going to have some sort of encounter later? No. Okay. Is that a thing? Yeah. Well, I know asparagus makes your pee smell bad. <laughs> I don't know if it uh, affects semen flavor. My theory on that is that once the semen, it's sort of too late. It's like, it's like the way it's the way your body is designed is like, it comes out and it kind of happens too quickly for the, like, what's the person going to do? Well, I mean, I think they're either going to spit or swallow regardless. Uh, right. The question is, I mean, I guess the real question here is if you went to great lengths to try to affect the taste by 10%, could you get more blowjobs as a result? And for you, that's actually an irrelevant question because you would refuse all of them. Yeah, it doesn't matter to me. Uh, like I, I haven't needed to experiment on this axis because I'm, I'm, I'm ambivalent about blowjobs. So the answer to that is no, it doesn't matter in general because the, uh, it's the, it's the texture that most women complain about actually, if you look online Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I would venture that, um, most women probably have a practice and they keep the practice the same from man to man even, and they don't really ever expect it to be such a great thing. Mm -hmm. And it's probably, I mean, maybe sometimes it's like really, really revolting. But that would probably be like you have an infection or something. I don't know. Yeah. So I, I, I think this is a uh, waste of time. But I'll say if, if you want to know what I think is the meta behind this question, this is just purely like this is all the guy. Like the woman doesn't care that much. The guy uh, is just obsessed with his penis and his nut. And he's like, I got to get my I got to I, I got to get my nut. <laughs> I got to peek up my nut. here, <laughs> And that's what's going on here in this question. Like it's not. The woman's like, what What are you doing? Why are you drinking so much pineapple juice? And he's like, he's like, I'm making my nut perfect for you. And she's like, okay, how about you get a job? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, it, apparently there are tablets you can take that do the same thing called bromelain. And it's some sort of enzymes or whatever. So you don't need to like chug pineapple juice for six this weeks. This is all just dudes. This is just dudes like that need to like find a different hobby. In their yeah, life. I think like, they're just confused about, about what women want. And so they're doing this thing. Definitely. Like, for example, one of the things it says is like a person says like limit coffee, alcohol. They say limit alcohol and don't smoke. Well, you should not smoke because it is makes your clothes smell like smoke. and gives you lung cancer not because it makes you not taste bad <laughs> but i mean whatever floats your yeah, I mean, look maybe uh whatever the council that runs those cigarette ads is could be like oh and you know you're gonna hit fewer blowjobs if you smoke and then like suddenly I mean, probably, teenage smoking and men drops by like 80 percent. that's probably not true because the woman is um, probably a smoker is more likely to be with a smoker the woman will smoke and so she probably can't taste it anyway because you smoke yeah, so much fine but, Killjoy. All right, let's move on. Uh, okay, I'm going to skip to six here. All right. Um, okay, this is about uh, secondhand <laughs> sex toys. Um, and Snail7189 asks, is it weird to be uncomfortable with my partner <laughs> using a secondhand flashlight? Oh, no. oh my God. <laughs> it was from a sexual client of his. <laughs> Not sure what sexual client in this case means. It was from a sexual client of his, and it completely grossed me out. He also wants me to use a remote-controlled vibrator that he used with his ex. It makes me super uncomfortable with the idea of using his ex-girlfriend's sex toy, dot, dot, dot. Uh, am I being unreasonable? Well, like, 
So my initial, I just want to be honest here. My initial emotional reaction is that the secondhand flashlight is really gross. But actually, the the used remote control vibrator, I find sort of the remote control part is just a, it's just a man fetishizing women. Don't I think in general want a remote controlled thing attached to their vaginas? Really but, controversial take there. No, I, I think that yeah, I think they're just like all right, I'll I'll do that. But like they don't, it probably doesn't do very much for them because they're not in the mood or they're not in the right situation. But but um. The fact that it was used by his ex, I find that kind of hot. <laughs> well, I'm sure the guy does. Uh, but okay, all right. Because let's like let's unpack nice this a little bit because I think I think stuff, yeah. I think the two different things matter. Okay, so a flashlight is a male sex toy that is shaped like a vagina. Uh, and interesting, did you know that you can? Oh no, okay, no, no, no. They have an anus one for you too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, did you know? And a mouth. Did you know? That there are fleshlights that are like tailor made for your like favorite porn star. So like the labia are like shaped labia. How do you pronounce that word? I say labia. Okay, the labia are shaped like specifically like uh, a, you know whatever your favorite porn star is. Yeah. Okay, so that's the thing. Anyway, uh, that's not important for the for but the I sake of this. Be clear with you that there is there is an anus and there's a mouth too. Sure. But the point is, it's a it's an orifice, and it's silicon probably. And then I think, does do they sell it with a with a special lube that makes it feel as realistic as possible? Do you know? I don't know the answer to that. I mean, but you can just buy okay. some, you know, whatever. And then I, you know, I've never used one, but presumably they can't be that hard to clean. Like a big part of the engineering of such a device would be making it, you know, easily cleanable. Uh, I'm looking at this, and it doesn't look very cleanable to me. I mean, it, I, I'm assuming you can turn it inside out. Yeah, but you can go to fleshlight.com and look at these things and the inside of it is pretty complicated looking and it's just it's um, a it's a it's a cavern but there's no like hole at the bottom to let anything out of it oh no there is there is but it's uh it it i mean it's made of it's made of some kind of a rubber silicon material and so like you just have you have to ask yourself like like okay for example like you could imagine a female toy that was like basically a piece of metal or a piece of glass. People have glass ones. Well, then I would be like, look, it's glass. Like you can, I think you can like completely sterilize glass. That's why they use it for beverages in restaurants or whatever, right? Yeah. But this thing, I'm not, I'm not sure you can sterilize this. Well, what would you be sterilizing it of? Nut. Lots of nut. Well, the sperm dies and whatever. I mean, as long as it, you know, there's no like crusty residue. Like there's no like disease risk, for example. I mean, there could be some mold in there or something, but oh. but I think I think it's mostly nut. I mean, I think people all don't of want those are things that. that would happen just by yourself using it twice. Well, people don't mind their own nut as much as except apparently you. <laughs> so yeah, I'm definitely yeah, not I mean, interested not. in my own nut. I yeah. Yeah, but it's but it wouldn't stop you probably from using a flashlight twice. I mean, I'm assuming you would wash it, but like it wouldn't you know, prevent you from using it more than once, I'm guessing. Yeah. Just like you, you use your hand more than once, right? Yeah. But I wash it in between. And you, and your roll of your weird, your weird roll of paper towel. Yeah. Yeah. I go to Costco every once in a while because, you know, I go through them quickly. Um, Right. Okay. So, Um, all right. So that's the flashlight. Now, uh, as for the vibrator, like those are easy to clean. Um, Now I understand. no, 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 no. It depends. It could be made of the same material as the flashlight easily. Yeah. yeah. But don't by the way, I saw, I saw, 
rinse, rinse it off. I mean, I think it's just like it's it, you're talking about almost like a medical device, right? That's the problem. Like people don't want uh, like like if oh well okay so here we have a nice topic. Uh, so I find, for example, your procedure of sharing toothbrushes with a girlfriend yeah. revolting, and I yeah, think most I, people like would agree with me on that. That it just is revolting, and this is like that. it's not. I, how how is sharing a toothbrush any different than making out? Because Keith, when you are aroused, it lowers your disgust. Uh, reflex is the wrong word, but it lowers you. It, it makes it so your brain feels less disgust. And there's lots of studies that that show this. So when you're making out, like you can overcome the natural disgust at like basically coming into contact with somebody else. Just, like, wouldn't it gross you out just have some random guy spit in your it mouth? It would, but I am generally uh, not at all turned off by. Uh, like fluids for my partner. So for example, let's say, uh, let's say, let's say you and I were having lunch. Okay. And there was a bottle of Coke and you, you took a sip from it. And like, when you removed it from your mouth, there was like a little, uh, you know, stream of, of spittle, you know, you know how that happens sometimes. I I know, but this this is for the sake of this example. Okay. All right. I would be like, that's disgusting. And then you were like, Oh, do you want a sip? And I'd be like, fuck no, I do not want to sip. Okay. Um, Oh, but right. if it were my say, girlfriend yeah. or, you know, someone I would like to be my girlfriend, oh. I think, I don't, um, I'm not sure if it would be a turn on, but it, but it, it at worst it's neutral. Um, and it, it could be like almost like a mild turn on. Like I don't find fluids from my partner, like even, even like sweat or, uh, other things. Um, I don't find it, I don't find it a turn off at all. Well, I mean, you would find their pus gross, right? Um, Oh, don't, don't. Yes, okay, I would. <laughs> I would, I would. I'm trying, no, the, the reason why I paused there is I was trying to th- think of like, uh, I would find their pus worse than mine. Uh, I, I will point out that there is a oh, God. for uh, people popping pimples of their partners. I don't like that, that one. I'd rather watch the watch people die. Horrific incidents there, by the way. It's disgusting. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, like people do get turned on. Like, you know, some people have like back acne and like, uh, people are getting turned on by like, you know, helping their partners. with Yeah. No, anyway, look, the point is, the point is, I think there is a spectrum of uh, amount of disgust by, you know, your partner's fluids here. And I'm not sure where I fall versus where you fall. Like I'm obviously sort of uh, more tolerant and you're obviously more intolerant, but uh, yeah. So anyway, yeah. Why did, I can't remember why the toothbrush came up. Oh, because, because you were trying to understand why somebody would be grossed out by somebody else's semen or something well and i was saying no maybe you just have like a little okay. let's say little... let's say it's it's not a vibrator it's a dildo okay and you know you could put it in the dishwasher on the hot cycle and it had been through the hot cycle a hundred times so you know it's like absolutely clean uh there is no physical problem with reusing this device um it's just there's an emotional problem right at that point, I would agree, assuming that it was made of a material that didn't sort of couldn't sort of harbor stuff, which I think sometimes those things are. There could but be in like general, folds yeah, I mean, or in, in the silicon or something and something no, you can get no, underneath. No, you know, no, like when not. you make like cookies and, and like you have a blender, uh, like a little bit of dough can like, you know, get stuck in, you know, like the gears of the no. blender or whatever. Like maybe it's similar to this. Like you, you No, we're talking it. about pores. Like we're talking about like pores. Oh, it's porous. I see. Yeah, that's the issue. Right. So if it was, if it's not porous, that's, that's the key word there. If it's not porous, then you could ignore it. But if it's porous. Is silicon rubbery stuff 
not it, is that stuff porous? I think so. Okay. I mean, look for me, I would just buy new because I, I wouldn't want to have this conversation and like, you know, I, maybe I have. Uh, so if you were, so if you had a girlfriend and let's just, if you had a girlfriend and you wanted to give her anal and she said, all right, well, I have to peg you first. You would, you would want to get a new dildo. You wouldn't want to have the one that her last well, boyfriend. Had well, I mean, this is where this is apples to oranges here. Like she's talking about using a vibrator that had been presumably inside the previous partner um, or, or, you know, along the clitoris of. Um, and so that's, that's one thing you're saying using the same device on myself. Like I, I probably wouldn't have any problem with that other than like, yeah, maybe <laughs> some no, sentimental when, value when... attached to the, to the old toy. Uh, you know, it reminded me of my ex, like, you know, but modulo that no, no, I don't care. I'm saying that I, I was referencing back to the, uh, the pegging conversation. I was saying that if you had a girlfriend that you wanted to analyze, yes. And she said, all right, but I have to be able to peg you first. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, fine. And then she's like, and also I'm going to use the, the pegging dildo that I used on Fred. Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, boy. Yeah. Gets kind of rough, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, first off, rough I would wonder. Yeah, I mean, yeah, okay. I see what's that. Yeah, okay, good, 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 good. Um, she's, like, she's like, I call this one the crowd <laughs> <laughs> she's like she's like i've had anal several times but there's just one rule um <laughs> yeah you have to take this thing right blood. um and yeah this is the eighth eighth man who has has t- is notched um oh my god <laughs> uh yeah um you know what uh i think i actually would be I, it, assuming it's clean i think i'd be like whatever but i can i can imagine oh, people yeah. who wouldn't feel that way better man than i am there you go all right. Well, we. Uh, I don't know if we have time to get into uh, how I realized I'm not bi. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we have um, all these topics the, here, but the, the guy with the micro penis, uh, the woman who wants to watch guys nut. I gotta relook at that one. Yeah. Oh, it got deleted. It but, did um, get deleted. Oh, the MFM spit roast. We can talk about the difference between MFM and MMF and MMM. We'll have to wait till next time for that. And we got a lot of. We got a lot more material here but i think we need to wrap it up because it's been around yeah uh, yeah everything stuff for people to look forward to uh okay so yeah. i'll wrap it up now so that's a wrap on our show today we hope you enjoyed it as a reminder we'd love some feedback you can reach us at ymmvpod on twitter and ymmvpod at gmail.com we look forward to hearing from you